You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. And welcome to episode 48 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me are Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Hello. First time we've been together in about a month. That's right. Because of Macworld. So we thought we would start uh, doing a very brief recap of Macworld. Vicki, what were your thoughts? Um, I just was shocked that the media wasn't there. We discussed this before. It just seemed like... My map was there uh, on force and nobody else showed up. What do you think? I agree, especially in the media room. Now, I only have two years experience, so other people could probably talk better to this than me. But last year in the media room, you were lucky to get a chair and an outlet yes. to plug in your devices. This time, mm-hmm. we had the place to ourselves yeah, for the most part. Did. For the most yeah. part. Yeah. That's depressing. This is like my fifth year, and I think it's like my uh, third third year with my Mac, uh, showing up as an in-Mac girl. And um, the first year, it was really extremely crowded. They rolled out the red carpet. We had lunch. They had, we had lunch vouchers. They bought out food and cookies and everything throughout the day. We got nothing. Now we got a soda and coffee. And that was taken yeah. away about 2 o'clock. Yes, it was pretty early. I was drinking a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is which is fine. But the other yeah. thing that I noticed is when I would talk to a developer or you know talk to people there on the floor, if I was reviewing some of their products, I would say to them, "Listen, you know, I've got a lot on my plate here. I'm not going to be able to get to this right away, but it, you know, it will be done. But just don't expect it next week." And their response was always the same. They would say. That's okay. We understand. We're just so happy and grateful that you chose to come and talk to us and review our product. Now, not that they weren't grateful last year, but it just seems like this year they were so excited that somebody from the media took an interest in their product and wanted to do a review of it. Yeah, they were shocked. It was like, really? You want, you want, of course, of course you could do an interview. And they're just so excited as if no one was interviewing anybody. So that was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you know, definitely... that's, de- that's really depressing. Well, do yeah, you think that yeah. the media has, I mean, because pretty much you can find anything, you know, there's so many web blogs and um, sites and podcasts relating to Mac. Do you think that's eventually like cannibalizing Macworld or, I mean, pretty much any, anytime you want information, anything that Apple or Mac is, you know, Apple or Mac, listen to me, Apple is doing, you can just, you know, Google it and or go to Mac Life or Mac World or online. Right. But the, the nice thing about this is you get to meet these developers. Yes. And you get to yeah. say like, all right, for example, Rogue Amoeba was there, which is we use their product to record this podcast, Audio Hijack Pro. And my understanding is they go every other year. And one of the things that they were pushing, um, one of their apps they were, they were really pushing was, I shouldn't say pushing, but they were demonstrating was Fission. Well, they have a new Audio Jack Pro is going to be coming out sometime this year. And they really weren't, they were demonstrating it, but it wasn't really their, their focus. But 
we were looking at that. Now, that's something where I got a sneak preview, or I could say to them, you know something, here's one of my problems. And I was telling them one of the problems that I have with the with the software was I wish they would have a better documentation. And one of the people said, you're right. That's something that we're working on. Mm-hmm. So that's something, you know, that there was that give and take between the user and the developer. And you can't get yeah. that when you go on a website. No, you can't. And, and also the brand new developers, it's very important for them to get somebody to look at their product and then interview them, give them feedback, get them. It's sort of like the, you know, the Appaloosa section. Right. Those people don't have big advertising budgets. Right. So well, they actually mm-hmm. need the bloggers and people like us to help, you know. Right. And sometimes they're wonderful products. Well, you know, speaking speaking of that, Vicky, there's there's one that I wanted to mention from from MacWorld that um, I think is really interesting, and and I will I think I'm going to be using a lot in the future. Well, I got a little postcard like flyer from it. I just thought, yeah, okay, whatever. Until I went and I saw it in action, then I went, wow, this is really cool. And it, it's a it's an app called Flashback, and it works with your phone. I don't think it worked. Does it work with your iPad? It, it does work with your iPad. So it's um, iOS 6, and it works with your phone, your iPad, and your iPod Touch, and it's $1.99. And what it does is it takes pictures, but at the same time, it takes video five seconds prior of your of your photo. So what you do is you open the app, you take your pictures. I used it last week. My niece's daughter had a birthday party, so I just took a bunch of pictures at the party. When you're all done taking your pictures, you open, um, you say that you want to make your project and has a film strip across the top. You just drag your pictures in, in the order that you want them to play. And if you choose, you can have transitions or you can add music to it. And then it makes what looks like a video. It is hmm. the coolest thing. I gave, I sent it to mm-hmm. my niece. She was thrilled because yeah, it got to see, yeah. you know, pictures of the baby eating her first cupcake, pic, you know, pic, it was a you know, video of her opening up her presents, people at the party. I thought your it was all person, it's, it's like your own personal trailer. Yeah, it, that, that's exactly <laughs> what it is because I made it, it was like yeah. maybe a minute and 10 seconds. So I just yep. took a bunch of pictures and just, you know, reduced it to a minute. It was the mm. coolest thing. It, it is. Uh, I played with that a lot. It was uh, a dollar ninety. Yeah. yeah, I got back and that's the first thing I did. I played around with that. That's really cute. I love yeah. it. And then the other thing yeah. I think you're familiar with, Vicky, was um, an app called Trunks, T-R-U-N-X. It was the mm-hmm. official photo app of Macworld. It's free. And what it does is it stores your pictures in their cloud. And up in t- from now until April 30th, you can upload an unlimited amount of photos at no charge, whether it's you know, one photo or 10,000. I've got like 10,000 pictures up there because I did my entire iPhoto library and they do have a Mac uploader that you can use for the down, for the uploading which I will say is really really slow but you know that's uh, okay you know you can do other things yeah. while the pictures are uploading and then they're going yeah. to start charging for it come May 1st but they haven't come up with a pricing um, thing yet but everything you put up until that point will be free it's going to be everything over and above what you upload after April 30th, that will be a fee. But I can't imagine it being too much money. And you, what it, it's, it's really, it's, I, the layout is really nice because you can look at your pictures on a calendar. You can look at it in a timeline. You can look at it by tags. You can have it automatically upload all pictures you put into Instagram, all pictures that you put into Facebook. You know, if you choose to, you can choose not to. 
You can tag all your pictures so that if you want all your family pictures or all your sports pictures or whatever, it's, 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 I liked it. It was really nice. And it's so easy yeah. to find the picture that you're looking for. Yeah. And it's well, free. Well, one, one of the things that I found is not free and I, I don't know, uh, it's not available to later on the summer. It's hinge dock for the Mac. Mm-hmm. It's a dock, docking system <coughs> for, um, the MacBook uh, Pro and MacBook Air Retina. It is like it adds so many additional USB ports, and it makes uh, you have Ethernet port to it. And the way you dock it is just so cool. I wish I had a picture. Uh, uh, you could see, go to their website, pinchdock.com, and you can see how it just sort of space age kind of lifts the thing, the the laptop up, and you can connect up. To, I think you say um, three monitors to it. Um, it was just so cool. I, I was like, I have to get rid of my MacBook Air because it's not, uh, uh, they don't have one for it, uh, and get a MacBook Pro. I just love the fact that you, I could just connect it to my Ethernet connector and then I have all these wires dangling off of it. It's just so, it's so Mac-like, you know, so everything is just, even the color, the uh, it matches the the. The, the aluminum uh, color of the uh, mat and um, well, aluminum, as the British would say. <laughs> um, and I was wondering, did who discovered the word uh, aluminum? I mean, was it us or them? So they need to pronounce it the way we do. I'm on, I'm on <laughs> anyway, well, you, I, know, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it, it's funny. I'm sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> well, no. Gas says ca- uh, for cafe. He says ca- calf. I'm thinking get calf. It's a French word. It's cafe. It's like Suze. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's trying to call me Suze. It's like I, it has an accent on the accent AQ, and he's he. he I don't know. But well, I have heard it? it. I thought he was alone until I was watching some British show, and they say calf. I just think that is then, so bizarre. Then, then I say. Then they would say coupe, and we said coupe for uh, a, you know, a two-door car. Yeah. So we're like, so, yeah. Then they put an accent where there is no accent. I right. know. Don't <laughs> figure that one out. But see, just what what Vicky was saying about the the hench dock, That's back to back to that's, the that's, yeah, that's why MacWorld is still so important because if we had seen that online, we might say, yeah, that's that looks nice. And yeah, keep, and yeah. keep going, but the fact that we got to see it in person, exactly. and she got yeah. to talk to the people that mm-hmm. work there and create this yeah. product and hold it in her hands yeah. and say, "Wow, this is something that I am willing to spend money on." Yes, yeah, so many people came by and was like, "This is what I've been looking for," you know. And I was like, "I'm the same way. I want a regular dock like regular PCs have. Why the hell can't we have one for the Mac?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's, it's it's pretty cool. It's expensive. It's going to be very, rather rather expensive, though. I, I think it's important to see though um, demos. You know, when they're offering demos, mm-hmm. that's that's a really wonderful thing. And to like you said, to meet these developers and um, designers in person, I think that's great to have forge those relationships. Like you were saying, you know, reviewing their products. I I, I don't know. That seems such a win win to me. It's really sad if this is on, you know, if it's on its swan song and, you know, it's going to be phased out. Because I think it really does offer um, some important connections to be made. The thing is, is that, you know, I know it's in San Fran. Um, I don't know if maybe if, if that's part of it. Maybe some people, you know, have a hard time, you know, traveling. It's not always the 
you know, cheapest thing to go to. Right. So. Well, I have no problems. They could, they could bring them in Dallas. Come to Dallas. Your only problem, Vicki, is finding a parking spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really, so Vicki. You know, that's just darn catty if you ask me. <laughs> So what we wanted to talk about today, now that Macworld <laughs> is over and done, is apps that we use every day or apps that we, we turn to on a regular basis that we would be lost if we weren't, you you know, if we didn't have these apps anymore, we would be lost. And Suze, you've got a pretty good list here. Yeah, I do. Some of them are um, photo apps because I do photos every day. But um, the first one is Afterlight. That, that's been around for... Mm, I would say maybe a year or so. It It's really improved a lot. I have to say the developer, this is one of those apps that is 99 cents, but <clears throat> excuse me, if you purchase it, this it's always being updated. And I really like to see that. I like to see an app that's not ignored. And it's really become a full-fledged photo editor now. And what I like about this particular app is it does have some really nice filter effects. And those are free. So, you know, they have a couple of add-ons to in-app purchases that really are just extra. You do not have to purchase those in order to get the full effects from this app because they have plenty of textures that you can apply to your photo. But not only that, as far as photo editing uh, things are concerned, it has a lot of features that you don't normally see in just a photo app. So it has a clarity filter, which Camera Plus does as well, which is really nice because it really just bumps up the uh, the, the um, brightness and the um, sharpness of the photo. And it also has, you know, hue and saturation, but it also allows you to tweak the highlights and the mid-tones of an image, which you don't normally get, uh, you know, a lot of photo apps don't allow you to do that. Uh, they have a shadow tone that you're also able to tweak the shadows, which I really like, and you can do uh, RGB on that. And you, it has temperature, it has vignette. It just is, they've done a really, really nice job, and they have a great sharpening tool in this as well. So for 99 cents, this is really a jam packed app, and you're able to crop and transform it. It has some nice frames. It also, if you, um, I'm not a big light leak person, I just don't use a lot of light leaks, and so. That is a 99-cent add-on, but they already give you a light leak package, so it's really if you need some more. But they have some great film effects um, as well. So if you're into the you know the old 35-millimeter light leak look, you'll enjoy this. I like this app. You know, I like to be able to crop my photos. I like to be able to rotate them, and then just add some really nice. Um, photo editing effects you know I really like the clarity filter and I like being able to adjust the mid and the shadow and the highlight tones and this offers that so I don't know you can't go wrong with afterlight and it's it's a five-star app I mean it's 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 always gets good ratings and it does it's a full res app so for a buck support the developer and buy the app it's it's a good app to have Vicki okay um I um, got app, I picked apps that I use on a regular basis because it's part of my this is a word I hate workflow <laughs> I do too I do too I hate people talking about what their damn workflow I don't give a hooey <laughs> I'm sorry what's wrong with me this morning something's really, something's really bothered me this morning 
You need another <laughs> cup of coffee, girlfriend. I know, I know. But um, but I do use Dropbox quite a bit because I, I decided that I'm going to use my MacBook Air to access my work laptop because I just know how to do things so much faster on my Mac. And then I can share the files using Dropbox. Um, so I just decided this year that I'm going to add another thousand gigabytes of space on there. I got an unbelievable amount of space. I'm sorry, not thousand, hundred gigabytes of space on onto uh, Dropbox, so that I can make sure I had enough space to back up all my stuff, and also to share files and between my work and um, my personal um, computer. Um, and you know, Dropbox works with just about everything. You know, every app. It's it's actually an app platform. You know, all of the apps you uh, you're able to store data to. Any any app that's worth its salt is going to have to have it have to have an integration with Dropbox, um, and for the longest it was probably the only sensible way to access files from the iOS devices, uh, and it is it's growing it's big time now. Uh, businesses are using it. Um, you can get a business account for up to five people, starting with about thousand gigabytes <coughs> gigabytes of space. You can always get free space um, by just sharing it on Facebook, uh, recommending a friend, you know, all those kind of different ways. And for the longest, that's what I did until I realized I really need more space and that I sort of wanted to give them some money. I, if I'm using your product and you're making my life easy, I want to make sure you're still around. Mm-hmm. So I decided that I'm going to increase my uh, a subscription. I already had a little smaller subscription and I just really needed more space and I wanted to make sure that I could back up um, all my music and a bunch of other things. And, you know, um, it's part of my workflow <laughs> and I don't know what I would do without it. We also use it to, to share our, uh, um, Macworld, uh, not we use it for our podcast to, to upload files. Right. I love Dropbox. Yeah. I don't know what I would do with that yeah. Dropbox. Yep. I use it too. It's, yep. And I have accounts with Box and Cubby and a few other places that I didn't even know I, I have accounts too. for, and I mm-hmm. never use them. Some of them yep. are very difficult to upload. You have to like yep. jump through different hoops, and you can't do a folder, but you can do a file. But then you can't make a folder once you get there, and it's. I've kind of said, eh, I just put everything in Dropbox. I'm going on day three trying to upload. I'm trying to um, upload. Uh, files to the iDrive cloud. I've had this account for the longest. Um, from previous years, uh, Macro, I, I interviewed them and they gave me a free drive. I've never been able to finish backing it up to the drive. So they sent me a drive so that, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, up to the cloud. They sent me a drive to back up all my files to and then I'll mail it back to them. This is pretty cool. This is iDrive.com uh, and it's part of the iDrive Express program. Once a year, you're able to back everything to a, uh, a, a hard drive up to, I think, uh, I forgot, three, three terabytes of data. And you're able to ship it back to them. This is all free once, once a year. And then they'll put it up in the cloud for you. The problem is, is that this is day three, and I'm still trying to back it up to the drive. So even if it's, it takes as long to go to the cloud as it does to the drive. So it's just like, this is senseless. <laughs> I don't know if it's ever going to finish you probably can hear my computer in the background. It's still day three, and I'm not even halfway finished, and I got maybe 78 gigabytes of data. 
It's funny you should say that because, you know, I was looking at my poor iPad today and I have less than three gigs of space on it. I'm like, darn it. So yeah. I've used up a lot of my space on Dropbox. But I thought, you know what? Google Drive gives you a bunch of free space. And why don't I just down, because I have a lot of design files on my iPad. I thought, well, you know what? I'll just put them up on Google Drive and use up that space. And then I can take some off my iPad, but at least they'll be on Google Drive. It's been all morning, and some of these are PNG files. They're not big files, and it's still uploading. Yeah. They take forever. Dropbox, it's like instantaneous. I mean, really, it, I can I can yeah. upload big files to Dropbox, and it doesn't take nearly as long as like Google Drive does. This, this your, is who's ridiculous. Your, who's your ISP? Uh, AT and T. Mine too. So it's terrible. It. You know, we just did a yeah. We're we're actually I don't know if anybody if our listeners have AT and T but we just did a because um, we're always dropping Wi Fi here in Dallas and it, and it's amazing I think I've complained about this before in Three Geeky Ladies because this is the AT and T hub here so exactly and, and uh, you know okay so but there's been a lot of complaints around in this neighborhood and there's no reason why um, you know we should have such poor service but we did a speed test and we're low 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 on the speed test so if they don't come we're going to have them come in again we've done all the you know we tried to you know reboot everything and start everything up and try to get the speed back up it's really not so if they can't uh, switch out the box and get our speed up we're going to just find another provider because this is absolutely ludicrous you know it's yeah, in this day and age we shouldn't have such a low, you know, speed. And we've got we we pay for, you know, the super high speed and broadband. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, we should yeah. be getting, you know, what we're paying for. Yeah. So. Yeah. so I don't know. It may be a combination cheap. of that, and, and and also it could be them, uh, you know, throttling us. I don't know. They realize that's what you're doing. You're uploading, so upload mm -hmm. speeds are not fast. Yeah, but this is be before I even used to upload a lot to Dropbox and stuff. This was, you know, we've been doing this podcast for over a year now. And look how many times I've dropped, you guys, because mm -hmm. I have terrible Wi-Fi here. It's just, it's, oh, it's so bad. It really is. So that's my complaint for the day. You can <laughs> complain about workflow, Vicky, and I'll complain about AT&T. <laughs> you don't give me an excuse to complain about something. <laughs> Well, what I'm going to complain about now is how bad the Red Sox have been doing. Oh! Which oh. is my segue into the app that I use six <laughs> months out of the year every single day, MLB at Bat. The app itself, if you're a baseball fan, whether it's one particular team or you just like baseball and you want to follow along, is a great app. And what they've been doing the last two years is they just update the existing app. It used to be you had to download a fresh app every year. Now they just update the existing app. You don't have to pay a dime for this app to get a ton of information. You can get uh, old videos. You can get the news. You can get the standings. You can watch the gameplay, uh, like the little, um, like the little cartoony character ish as they're as they're playing. Um, the only thing what I do is I pay the twenty dollars a year to get the audio, so I can listen to the game. You can do that. It's $20 for the entire season, or you can buy it. I think it's $2.99 if you want to buy it just for the month, or if you just want to buy it as you know as each month goes by. You also can spend $129 a year to get the TV version, which I did once. And I said, they're on TV enough around my area that that's okay. They were on TV last night. They're on TV again tomorrow. So for me, the $20 is fine. So when you when if you do decide to buy the video, it's not the same as getting it through your cable provider. 
Those are two different fees. So if you get it through your cable provider, you can only watch it on your cable TV. If you get it through MLB, you can watch it on your computer, your phone, your iPad, your Android device, your Windows phone, your tablet, your Roku box, your Apple TV. So you can watch it in a lot of different places. So I love, in fact, I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at it right now and, uh, yeah, they're still doing pretty badly. Well, they got robbed <laughs> in these stupid replay calls. They've been robbed, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's the top <sighs> of the up. Oh, yep, Baltimore scored. Top of the first, two outs, men on first and third, one nothing. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, they're not doing too well. But I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, there's fantasy news if you're into fantasy baseball. There's the team schedule statistics, and this is all free. The only thing that twenty dollars gives you is the the ability to listen to the games. So you get a lot of information at no cost with this app. So if you are a baseball fan, this is really a good app to get. Yeah. Well, all I have to say is go Giants. <laughs> <laughs> well, well my, oh, that my... might that might be our new team, Vicky uh, Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> Just as long as, well, you know, I am just so still angry at Jacoby Ellsbury for going with the Yankees. I really get ticked off at these Red Sox players that, you know, any team but the Yankees. That's how I feel. Any team. And and, and he was my favorite. So my husband offered to buy me a t-shirt. I'm like, uh, no. No, (laughs) No, thank you. Anybody but the Yankees. I would have been okay with him. Anybody but the Yankees. Yeah. Well, my next app has uh, been a really popular app. And it's a a fantastic app. It's $1.99. It's called Mextures. And when I used to use Photoshop all the time, I used to buy all these plugins, you know, uh, these um, filter and texture plugins, you know, when I was doing uh, photography professionally, because sometimes you just can't emulate a look that you want in Photoshop. You know, you buy these plugins and, you know, either they have actions, which are just automated um, effects, or they have filter effects and blending effects that you really can make a very unique image. And that's just just another fabulous thing about all these wonderful apps. Mextras came out. It's a fabulous app, and it allows you to put textures onto your image. So basically, you can crop your image or don't crop. You open it up, and it has infinite layers. So you can just keep adding and adding and adding different presets or different uh, textures to your image and and you can control the effect of the um, texture so it's not heavy-handed so if you find that it's a little too heavy you want to increase it or you want to decrease it you do have a slider uh, on the right side of the screen that you're able to do that and then you have your blending effects so anytime you add a texture or a layer you basically add the texture or the effect and then you can you know tweak um, with the blending mode. So you have overlay and screen and multiply, you know, all of that that you have like in Photoshop. But you also have different uh, things where you can change the temperature and the contrast, the exposure, and you have different filter effects to add on to that. I mean, it's just infinite what you can do with this. And you have, you have infinite number of layers. And so what's another thing I like about this particular app, it basically has like a history. So you can go back and you can look at all the um, different layers that you've added and say, you know what, I really don't want that layer. Or maybe I want to change the blending on that particular layer instead of overlay. I want to do a color dodge. It's just a, an amazing, powerful app. Fabulous app. I, I can't recommend it enough that if you are 
if you just want to be able to make some really unique images and I know Instagram is so popular, but you know, I don't really go on Instagram that much. I really am kind of anti-Instagram, but I really love this particular app. And I like the fact that you don't have to just crop it always in a square. You know, that's just becoming, I used to love square photography and square imagery, and I still do. But basically, I loved it because I was shooting film with a medium format camera. And now, you know, everything is in the square. And sometimes it works for an image sometimes it does not so you're able to uh, utilize that in this particular app so another app highly recommend I use it for my workflow every day <laughs> <laughs> all right so back to workflow um. <laughs> the word of the day today is workflow hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag workflow. yeah like Jimmy Hashtag workflow. Spotlight. Hashtag. <laughs> I started to use Spotlight now, ladies. I used LaunchBar for a very long time. And for some reason, it just stopped working on my MacBook Air after the last OS update. have not been able to figure out what's going on. I've uninstalled it, reinstalled it, done all kinds of crazy stuff. Made sure it's the latest, the, the right version, and it just doesn't work. And I have all this muscle memory stuff from using LaunchBar then I just reconverted to use Spotlight because you can use the same things to, uh, you know, find uh, files on your computer. And I got so many different files everywhere um, that the only way for me to quickly find something when I'm working on um, doing some work or it's part of my work is to, you know, use uh, spotlight. Uh, I just love it now. You know, before I thought it was just hokey, doesn't work well, and I just started digging into it, looking into preferences, changing some things to make it easier for me to use it. And um, it's free. It's a, a basic product. Uh, did you have you ladies ever used anything like Lunch Bar or what's the other well, one that they have? What, what's on my list is Alfred. Yeah, yeah I use, I use Alfred. It's totally free. Uh, no, I, cool. I think yeah. I think the command for Spotlight is Option Spacebar, so I changed mine to something else, and I use Option Spacebar to bring up Alfred, and I love it. Yeah, and I didn't. Yeah, I just I didn't buy the power I just, pack. Just, I just uninstalled LaunchBar, and now I use the same commands. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but, I, but I before, love Alfred. Yeah, you're right. You have to change it. Yeah. Yeah. I and use Spotlight while, all the time. For a while, I was using LaunchBar and Spotlight at the same time. And LunchBar has so many different features where you can just type something in and go to the web page and, you know, just part of a, a URL and, and then they'll figure out what you wanted and you can go to the, the page. And I found, how do you do that? I'm generally in the browser, so I don't really need that. So all of those little nifty things, they, they were nifty, but I really wasn't using them. And so Spotlight just is perfect for me. So you say you, say you use it all the time? I use Alpha. Yeah, yeah. I, I use Spotlight all the time because I can't. I can't remember where I put things. You know, I'm just yeah. forgetful. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, never really cared for Spotlight. Really? No. Yeah. But just, but but Alfred is free, like you said. Alfred so is what, free, you know? and all I do yeah. is like when I want to open up an app or or anything, I just do Option Space. I start top typing in, and you hit Return button. You know, and usually what mm-hmm. the way it'll it, say you've got uh, 
you're typing something that begins with T-H-E and you've got 10 different things that begin with, with T-H-E, it'll bring up like the ones that you've used the most right at the top. And if that's the one that yeah. you want, you just hit the return button, boom, it brings you to that page, yeah, that app or whatever. If, if, if you're looking, like the and if you're looking mm-hmm. at the list and, and it's like the third in the list, you would just hit command three and it brings you to that to that item. You can do uh, mm-hmm. calculations. There are so many things that you, I mean, yeah. I admit, I probably do one-tenth of one percent of what mm-hmm. Alfred can do because I pretty much yeah. use it yeah. as an app launcher. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so many different yeah, things choose. that it can do yeah. for free. And then yeah. if you want to, because you have workflows, you can buy the power <laughs> pack. You can buy the power pack. And it will, it will do, and I've seen screencasts online, I've seen um, Don McAllister talk about this, where it can do things that just like makes your mind just go boom, you know, poof, because there's so many yeah. things that it can do. And I don't, yeah. I think yeah. the power pack is maybe $20 or something like that. I don't know the exact amount of money, but it's somewhere in that area. And it can do things that just are way beyond what I personally need. So for free, it does so much. I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's one I use all the time. So I guess we're back to you, Suze. Me? Yep. Well, for me, um, my, well, my first, my, the only app when I, when I open up an image, almost always, probably 98% of the time, I always open it in Snapseed. And I was really worried about, uh, when Snapseed, when Nick Software sold out to Google, because I thought, oh, the best app in the App Store. It's got App of the Year one year. I thought, oh boy, it's just going to go. It's it's the demise of Snapseed. But they did do an update uh, last fall, so and they added an HDR filter, which was nice. Um, and they also allow you to tweak your shadows. So they did they did do some, you know improvements but what snapseed is it is probably the best photo editor bar none um, in the app store and for those of you that really like to control your images or you want to save a bad image they have a selective adjust which if any of you have ever used nick software they have this U-Point technology, which basically, if you're using the plugin um, or the standalone program on your Mac, <clears throat> excuse me, you can take selective, uh, select parts of your image, and you can either apply a filter, or you can increase uh, saturation, or you can also, um, uh, you know, make a sky appear. You know, if you need to bring up the highlights. There's a lot of things you can do uh, with the uh, app and also um, the Snapseed on, on the Mac as well. So what I love about this app is just that it's pretty much a, uh, you open up your image, you can straighten it, you can crop it, you can sharpen it. It's got a fabulous uh, sharpening and structure uh, control to it. You can, the black and white I don't think is that good though. I will come out and say that I'm really picky as far as black and white. I don't think they're black and white filter and which I use their Silver Effects Pro all the time. But as far as Snapseed's black and white, I think it's just okay. There's other better black and white uh, apps in the app store. But they also have, um, you know, I like their drama filters. And again, you can tweak all of these and they have frames and tilt shift and you name it. So it's free. So there's no excuse for anybody to have bad pictures anymore because you should download Snapseed and play with this app 
it's just it's, it has an overlay tutorial so basically what that means is when you open up an image and you for the first time and you um, you know select uh, for instance tilt shift it'll kind of show you how to use it and they also have a question mark up in the upper left corner that if you have problems it'll tell you how to you know use that particular um, filter or con or control fabulous app I just absolutely love it and I use it it's it is my daily workflow because I take a lot of images and I always bring them into Snapseed first and it does uh, save uh, in high resolution so very important right there fabulous app and I, and like, I hope I like apps that have the overlays and have the help button there I do too yeah, I it, like it makes it easy well, it makes it easy because when I taught iPhoneography and I took an iPhoneography class in Tucson, and some of the the students had never used Snapseed at all, and they were really worried. You know, after the first class, they said, "You know, will I forget to use it?" Because I gave them homework, and I said, "No, because just go to the question mark, and it's right there. And you know, you have my handout anyway, but you know, it'll show you how to do it." And they didn't have any problem. You know, it's they do a nice job with that. Vicky. Back to workflows. Parallels is my next application. I use it because I need to run Windows apps every now and then on my computer. Uh, but what's really great, oh, they gave us a free um, version of it for um, when, while we were at Macworld. Did you, did you get around to using it, uh, Elisa? No. Well, you need, you need, you also need to uh, have a copy of Windows too. So. Right, and I have no, I have no, <laughs> no use for no. it. So, I mean, I've got the parallels. Yeah. I just kind of packed it away yeah yeah because you still will need a copy of windows uh to for it to work right um but what's really great about parallels is that they've expanded it, the application to allow you to access uh mac and windows applications from your ipad um and that is so cool you're able to actually um you see all of your your, your once you start parallel it's called parallel access on your um Computer, be it your Windows or your Mac, Macintosh computer, Macintosh. Boy, I, I, I don't think anybody ever calls it that anymore. But Mac <laughs> computer. It's an apple. <laughs> it's, an apple. <laughs> it's a type of apple you can only find in New England. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, the Mac, um, you're able to see all your parallel applications, be it be it Safari, be it uh, say Windows 7 on your iPad and start it and in full screen mode, run those applications on your iPad. Um, I don't know why iPad doesn't, um, Apple doesn't um, do a commercial for this because it, it, it's, it's really slapped around when they compare iPads to other computer, other um, tablets that have Windows applications that they can run and everything. You don't have the normal desktop where you actually can do this, uh, run these applications on the iPad, and it works and functions as if you're remotely logging onto your Mac and, and using it in full screen mode on the i on the iPad. Um, it's really cool. I've only tried to use it a couple of times, but I only really use my iPad to do because I have an iPad Mini. I don't use it for anything other than to read and maybe you know. I don't do any work on it. It's not part of my workflow. <clears throat> so um, uh, I just stopped playing around with that recently, and I just said, whoa, I could have really used this when I was in college. Um, 
And um, unfortunately, they just recently came out with this. Well, fortunately for everybody else, but unfortunately for me, I don't really have the need for it. And if I had a bigger, but if I had a bigger iPad, I would use it all the time. I would probably leave my um, my Mac at home and uh, use the iPad because I'm I that would be really really cool. That's the only negative I have about my iPad Mini. It's just that it's not a really good uh, work uh, tablet replacement. It, it needs a big need more uh, screen real estate to to be able to function properly. But Parallels is a really good product. It's not that expensive, in my opinion, for when you consider all that it does. Parallel Access is free. Um, it comes with, uh, as part of the, um, you download it uh, from the App Store, and then you uh, set up the access on uh, whatever computer that uh, you're using, for me, on my Mac. And um, I also on the iPhone. It works also on the iPhone. I would not use it on the iPhone. Um, actually, um, I'm wrong. I'm completely wrong. I'm thinking about another product. It's only on the iPad. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, and yeah, you wouldn't use it on the iPhone. Uh, it's, it's, that's, that's too small. Maybe if you had a Samsung Galaxy or something like that, which is as big as my I, iPad mini. Um, that would work. Um, but I, I was shocked at how easy it was to use. I had seen, the, uh, they had sent me emails about it, and I saw it in the app store. And one day I said, let me try it. And it's really simple, really easy to use. Um, I should probably do a review of this because I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I should do <laughs> Especially since it's free and I didn't pay for it. It's part of the whole uh uh, parallels package, um, but you can also buy parallels with Windows uh, pretty cheaply. I got it from on Amazon, um, and I got Windows Seven and also the parallel software. And I think it was like on sale for like thirty five dollars some time ago. But um, that's cheaper than Windows Seven if you went and bought it by uh, standalone. Uh, but it was some kind of package they had going on, and I don't know if they still have it. But um, it's pretty cool. I, I like it. Um, it's, I need it just to run um, uh, work applications. Uh, there's some things, utilities that you can only get on Windows, you know. So um, instead of me lugging my work laptop home, I can kick up parallels and do it. Everything's cool. Smooth. It simulates the same USB ports. Um, you can share files in between the Mac and the parallel uh, virtualization of Windows. Um, it's seamless. Uh, you can actually make it look, uh, you can run it in the mode where the Windows are within the Mac, or you can run it in full screen mode where it's, uh, you have a Windows uh, uh, desktop that pops up. Um, it, it's, it can adjust to whatever preference you have. I, I like Parallels over this other ones like VMware. VMware is a little bit too clunky for my use. I want something that's really uh, simpler than that. And I think Parallels is uh, the setup is easier than VMware is. But um, that's just my personal opinion. And also, uh, Boot Camp uh, takes up too much. Uh, disk space. Uh, have you guys ever tried to use Bootcamp before? I tried, yeah. No, years I've never, ago. never needed to. 
Yeah, it's like it just takes up too much space. And um, I thought Parallels was simpler and took up. Uh, I could just allocate the space I need, you know. Um, also, it was easy for me to take it off my computer when I was no longer in school and felt I didn't need it anymore. What I did was just back up the file that uh, the virtualization file and just took it off the computer because it, it takes up a lot of space. And when I decided I wanted to use Parallels again, I just copied it back to the computer and bam, I, I have access to all my applications that I had installed and it's still there. Hmm. Um, it's been, I, I love Parallels. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you guys we're not interested. <laughs> oh, that is so sort of not like, true. Sort of like knitting <laughs> to me. <laughs> Vicky, I hang on your every word about workflows. I do too. <laughs> yes, I know. It's so so exciting. <laughs> so sometimes when you're done playing with parallels, Vicky, you want to <laughs> relax and play a game, sometimes on your iPad. And what I have gotten sucked into is a game called Song Pop. And if you want a time, uh, just a time suck, Song Pop is it. My husband oh, will not my husband will not go near this game. You can play it on your phone, but for me it's just too small on the phone, so I play it either on um, my iPad or through Facebook. Because you you can connect your you can connect it to Facebook and I find that it plays better on Facebook. It's a lot quicker. But what it is is uh, okay, like say I'm playing against you, Suzette. What happens is I choose a playlist of music. It could be country music. It could be... Oh, God, please no, not country. It, would, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. But it could Anything be, but country. It could be, but I mean, it could be country music. It could be rap music. It could be Latino music, classic rock, decades. I do the decades a lot. It could be particular artists like Rolling Stones, David Bowie, Elton John. It could be um, uh, genres, uh just all different kinds of music and playlists. And what happens is uh, I challenge you to say classic rock. And then it plays a snippet of a song and I have to get, and it gives you four choices and I have to guess which song it is. And then I make so my like choice. So like too. Kind of. And then it goes and it does that five times. And then when it's done, it tells me what my score is. And I have absolutely no idea how they do their score and they won't tell because sometimes the scores make no sense once you get used to how things go and you go you, you kind of have a good idea of what your score is going to be at the end and then what happens is it sends okay so I've just played that playlist and then it sends it to you Suzanne and then you go oh okay right. and then when it's your turn you get the same music and you play and it shows you what my score is versus yours and then if you win or lose. If you win, you get three point you get three coins. If you lose, you get one coin. And you save all these coins to buy playlists, which run about three hundred and ninety-nine coins. This is totally free. You don't have to buy anything, you know, use actual money to do anything. And then once you've played against me, you come up with a playlist and then you challenge me. And then we just go back and forth and back and forth. And you can also you can challenge people. Sometimes something will pop up. They'll say, hey, this person has the same taste you two. You know, do you want to challenge this person? And I never challenge people, but they always seem to challenge me. And I've had as many as 10 games going on at one time. Thought I was going to lose my mind. Because it takes, <laughs> yeah, it takes it out because it's, it's, it's a constant back and forth. It's, it's fun because sometimes I'll play in front of my husband and he just stares at me because there's so many of these things I can get in like 1.2 seconds. 
Wow. You know, I, that's I'm, pretty good. Yeah, I'm because the 80s you know we did my husband and I did that one night he got really you know he's like oh I know everything about the 80s well you know the problem is with the 80s there's so many one hit wonders so well, many one hit yeah. wonders that's one of the categories there's one hit wonders other than Michael Jackson uh, yep there's one hit wonders there's 60s one hit wonders there's 70s one hit wonders there's categories music from the summer of 1970 to 1975 uh, there's a Michael Jackson playlist a musical playlist you know from uh, musical, Ooh, I love Broadway musicals, musicals. There's just all wow. different kinds of playlists so that it should have something for everybody, whatever your taste is in music. And um, I'm downloading this. It sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds and fun. I said, it's free. Yeah. So you, it's through the Game Center, which, you know, doesn't really mean anything to me. But Vicky, go ahead and challenge me. I keep telling my husband, it's like, why don't you play? He just looks at me, goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like when we're in the car together and he's got the, the XM radio on, if something comes on, he'll cover the screen so I can't see the name and I'll know who it is. And he just stares at me and he'll go... How do you know that? Because it's some obscure. He goes, how do you know that? And secondly, why do you admit to knowing that? <laughs> well, because when I was when I was growing up, I was like a musicaholic. I mean, I, I could tell you. I was too. I could tell you the name of an album, what the song was on, you know, side two, song three was, you know, this song. I mean, I knew. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I, now I don't, but. Then I just knew everything yeah. about music. So, and I listened to. Yeah. A, I have I have a very very eclectic taste in music. So this is a fun game just to test yourself. So yeah. it's just it's yeah. yeah song pop and you can like I said if you play it on Facebook it just seems to play quicker than it does on the iPad. Hmm. See, I don't answer I'm any game to... requests on Facebook because I get them all the time. It's like gosh, I, I, I can't. I block I can't do them. this. Yeah, I block them. Well, yeah. see, I don't. What, what happens is on Facebook is you're not. I'm not requesting it. I can't do that with my mother-in-law. I don't think she'd be. Ha- she just got on Facebook, and see, I hardly go on Facebook anymore. I'm just, you know, I probably. Uh, it's. I just don't anymore. I don't know why. I do some Twitter. I, but. I had a mother-in-law, and she was on Facebook. I think I was stay off Facebook too. <laughs> yeah, and you know the thing is, is I just, you know, she's always asking game requests, and I love her to pieces. But there's no way I'm going to play game. I just don't have time. Yeah, I, I, and I know it. Yeah. Well, that's why I call this. This is truly a time suck. But if I'm playing on Facebook, I'm only playing the people that are on my iPad. I'm not playing additional people. I'm just playing the same. Like this, there's two people I play all the time. I'm playing. I play one of my sons, and I play my husband's cousin. Those are the two mm-hmm. people that I'm playing constantly. Other people kind of come and go, because after a while they dump me or I dump them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the two people that I play constantly. And when I finally got it down to about three people, I kept getting requests, and I hate to say no, but the only time I think I said no to one person because their stuff was like all country music, <laughs> and I said uh, no. I'm more of the classic rock, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, that kind of stuff. When you start throwing in country music and rap, I'm out of there. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I can uh, agree with that. I'm out of there. I know some rap. I know nothing I know about rap. rap. Yeah, I've, yeah I've, I, know the mo- I know the rap that everybody in America knows. That's me. I'm like the Smith, like getting jiggy with it. That's my rap. Yeah, you know? and, and no young and no young kid likes that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, would, no, um, um, I, I, just, I, I uh, that reminds me of words with friends. It's same thing with me. I kept playing that, and I guess my God. friends don't read or anything. They weren't very good at it. 
So I kept winning. No, people cheat on words with friends that I can't take anymore. Like, for instance, my aunt had so many games with me, and I'm thinking, where the hell did she... I know her vocabulary. There's no freaking way she came up with this word. It's so obscure. And I, I thought, no, That's she's true. cheating. And I don't want to play if people cheat. So I just don't play anymore. I don't I either. Don't play. Uh, I don't I like words with friends anymore. Well, I like Apple Dabble. Much better. Yeah, I just don't. Like same well, I, same I don't know idea. I played Apple Dabble other than you. Other than you playing Apple Dabble. Yes, Apple Dabble is the same as word with friends, except better. Because you, when you yeah. put your word down, it'll tell you how many points it's worth. So that you can decide, do I want to use that word or do I want to do something different? I just liked it better than words with friends. So I don't play that yeah. anymore. See, but, well, the reason why I was doing so well in words with friends is that I would just take my time and make sure that I got the best, like you said, the, the most points. Um, so I would just then spend a little bit more time than the other person. Most of the time they just answer right away, just find a word. And I would just spend a lot of time figuring it out. And so I always won because I just had more points than they did. You know, I just didn't rush to do it. Uh, and it got to be boring. Right. Because like you said, Suze, uh, some people cheat. Right. I yeah, just thought they, they put in no I just... They, I would just not play with them. They yeah. put in no effort. They just say, oh, the, T-H-E, three points, great. I'm oh, yeah, yeah, that like, too, yeah. Uh, yeah. How about yeah, if, you put, stupid, if you put the you know? T, if you put Let's the play T-H. play a real game. Let's challenge each other. Yeah, if you put the you T-H know? up here, oh. you would have gotten 20 points, but you just saw the first opening and boom, put it in. Yeah, I don't like that either. It's like, if you're going to play the game, play the game. You know what is a great game? Do you know what is a great game, though? Ellen DeGeneres, have you guys played Heads Up? No. No, I never heard of oh, it. Oh, my son got me onto it. And when, when I, my other son came to visit, we had a ball. Because we love Trivial Pursuit. But we um, mm-hmm. were competitive family. Yeah. And so <laughs> what it is, is you load up. They have different categories. And we played teams. So what you do is that um, you pick a category. And then you hold the phone up, like, near your forehead. And if you, if, and you basically, it's, remember the old game Password? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, basically, yeah. the the person like you're that you're ho- you're holding up the phone to the person that's going to give you the clues, and you have to guess it. And it's a blast. I mean, they have mime. My husband does really good with the acting out. Oh my gosh, we just about I mean wet ourselves. It's so funny. That so much. Like but fun. she has made a fabulous game. It's it's called Heads Up, and yeah. it's such a blast. It really is. That's a great well, that's a great game to play for family get-togethers. You know. Well, I got it already. And, you know, I think this these apps and how quickly we can download them and have access to them is making me very impatient. You know, when someone tells me I have to wait for something, I'm like, why? Why? You know, <laughs> so I want it now. <laughs> I know. I know. That's true, Vicki. Yeah. That I'm is like true. That with everything. Yeah. yeah. So we are going to wrap up now. It's We actually went longer than I thought we would. And we still have a whole bunch more apps to talk about. So we're going to make this a two-part episode. So next time, we'll talk about the rest of the apps we have on our Workflows! <laughs> and we're going to highlight all the workflows that Vicki uses in her day-to-day life. And Suzanne and I are just going to sit back and take notes. Poor Vicki. <laughs> So I want to thank you for listening, and we would love it if you would join our Google uh, G Plus community and our Facebook group. It's in the show notes. And if you could leave a rating or a uh, review, star rating in iTunes, we would really appreciate it because it helps bring the podcast up for other people. 
And if you have any app that you like to use all the time, please let us know by Twitter, by email, in the groups. Everything I said is on the our uh, website, which is 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. And I would like to thank you very much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. about nintendo well check out the nintendo club podcast this podcast is done twice a week we dive into all things nintendo we dive into retro we dive into current games what we're playing what cool nintendo news is going on check it out here at the spotlight network the nintendo club podcast we broadcast this live out every sunday evening starting at 8 p.m eastern check out the nintendo club website for more information